Hey guys, and welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. And we have Gentry back with us again, uh, but this time your intuition was not as strong as last time because you are not wearing the same shirt I'm wearing. It have really freaked you out if I was, wouldn't it? It would have. Two weeks in a <laughs> row, yes. Uh, so Jada is not with us again. Uh, she is uh, doing other things right now. So, you know, Gentry has stepped up again. We enjoy having Gentry on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's just our our constant regular guest so <laughs> you have uh you have surpassed steven Ooh. <laughs> so I, I always kind of joked around you and steven were neck and neck for the most right. frequent guests we've had on the podcast and All you right. have definitely surpassed him at this point in time i don't know what the numbers are anymore i'll rub it in it's okay. okay yeah <laughs> so um all right uh so yeah anyway let's get to the podcast <laughs> Okay, so in this podcast, we're going to be talking about intuition and awareness. And using those in your day-to-day life. Yep. Because, yeah, we can talk about uh, that kind of stuff all the time, but if we don't actually put it in context and actually talk about how to use it in your day-to-day life, then, well, it's not really going to do you a whole lot of good, is it? Nope. Nope. Okay. Um, yeah, we need to get on to our ad. Kylie, 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 stop shooting lasers. Stop it. All right, listen, I know it's fun. I got you. I understand. And I know it's a whole lot cheaper now using ammo. But, you know, if you constantly use the cert pistol, nobody else gets a chance to use the cert pistol. Put it down. Out of curiosity, why don't we just use our coupon code? With cert to get more cert pistols, so that we can all spend all the time we want using our cert pistols. Actually, that's not a bad idea. So, if you actually go to certpistol.com and use the coupon code Impact Defense, you get ten percent off. Oh, okay. And I guess we don't get to use the cert pistol until we use our coupon code. Apparently not. All right. Um. So yes, yeah, cert. Great. Great way to practice um we have like i don't know six or seven of those guns now at this point in time and we use those constantly for everything from force on force force on force type of stuff (laughs) uh to (laughs) to using it with our simulator and other things so uh yeah we're big big fans of cert um Jada is not with us this week as we said earlier and this week Kylie is going to be bringing us our new story of the day Welcome to the news portion of the podcast with your host, me. Okay, so this story takes back in 2013 in Pennsylvania. A mentally ill man at the age of 44 rushed into a store while being chased by a group of men after stabbing their friend a few blocks away. Mm. In the heat of the moment, the 44-year-old man grabbed a young 16-year-old girl as a hostage. He stabbed her twice and held her knife at the throat and threatening to kill her. Now, a 50-year-old shopper at this point was seeing what's happening and decided to do something about it. So he rushed at the 44-year-old man, wrestled him down to the ground, and got him away from the girl and held him until the police arrived. 
The girl was not severely injured and survived. Her mother believes that the 50-year-old man to be a hero. So, um, yay to the Uh 50-year-old man who jumped Uh in there. That is freaking awesome. Yeah, it kind of started off a little rocky. Yeah. But then had a happy ending, so. Yeah. That's why I picked it. So the 40, I'm I'm trying to just make sure I got it. So the 44-year-old dude Mm -hmm. stabbed somebody else. Yep. Right? Okay, and then runs into a store. Yep. Where he takes this girl hostage and stabs her. Yes, stabbed her twice and. And then the the dude just goes like, "I'm taking you down." <laughs> he didn't want to allow that to happen. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. And I think so many times. Well, okay. First off, let's just say uh, that is a really good example of why you need a very full understanding of how to deal with self defense situations. Because I mean, honestly, if you if somebody's got a knife to this girl's throat and you pull a gun, well, that girl is in between you and him. What you going to do? Are you going to pull the trigger? If you do and you miss and you hit her, well, that's on you. You've now murdered somebody. <laughs> it may have been in the process of trying to save her, but you now murdered her. So I think that really is a great story to explain why it is really, really needed to, you know, understand self-defense at all ranges. Okay, so we are talking about using uh, awareness and intuition in our day-to-day life. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at a few different situations uh, that we find ourselves in in normal life and just say, how can we be safer in this situation? How can we use our intuition? How can we use our awareness and everything else? Because recently we have talked about, and I know it's been, we've had uh, a few guests on the podcast, which we love having guests on the podcast. We've had a few guests on the podcast recently, and with these guests, we have you know, maybe gone off of our original topics, but when we were back together, we're kind of looking at awareness. We're looking at intuition and now we're kind of using that in our day-to-day life. We looked at uh, like predators, you know, what predators uh, are looking for and all that kind of stuff. So we're really kind of been digging into the mental side of self-defense a lot in these recent ones where it's just been kind of the core people. Um, so today what we want to do is kind of like take a lot of that kind of stuff we've done and say, what does that look like in day-to-day life? So first off, um, using ATMs. Okay. What now everybody's gonna have some different, um, different ideas here. And, you know, let's be honest, Kylie is 15. She is not using ATMs. <laughs> no. Okay. So she's probably not going to have an opinion on everything that we talk about, but you know, I, I haven't like sat down with Gentry and said, okay, this is what we're going to say. So she and I may have very different ideas on, on like how the, how the safe is use an ATM, but we'll see if they line up with still using good awareness and good intuition. And I'm confident of that. Or I would have sat down and said, listen, Gentry, this is what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say? Uh, best way to use ATMs, uh, all that kind of stuff. Well, first of all, making sure that there's really no one close to you while you're using the ATM. That's true. Yep. Agreed. Maybe kind of look at the ATM before you approach it too. Mm-hmm. you know, make sure no one is you know, sitting in a vehicle watching you. Yep. All right. What, what's your thoughts on walk up ATMs versus drive up ATMs? 
I don't like either one of them, but I'd rather <laughs> drive up to one. I can get away a lot faster. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And, and I, you know, I can at least so, have the doors so, locked behind me, whereas my back's kind of open otherwise. <laughs> so, so they tell you have two options, walk up, drive up, and Gentry says neither. Right. Okay. <laughs> Just, you know, money. <laughs> Magically, give me my money out of my account. Okay. <laughs> I need cash just like magically appear in my hand. Right. Go. Okay. So, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of ATMs. I, I understand what you, I, I get the sentiment. Um, not a huge fan of ATMs, but, you know, they are sometimes necessary in our right. lives. And I think either one can be okay. It just depends. If it's going to be a walk-up ATM, number one, I know a guy who uh, was going up to an ATM he was a concealed carry permit holder, but guess what? He wasn't carrying that day because it's always seems to be the day you don't carry is something the day something bad happens. Mm-hmm. I don't know it would have changed much because the dude goes up and it was um in a town or in a city a little south of where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh he goes up to the ATM and he's getting his money out of the ATM and he turns around and he got pistol whipped. Mm-hmm. So he went down, they beat on him. Uh, I was supposed to meet the guy the next day. Oh. Yeah. And, and I knew nothing about it. And we were meeting out and it was like two o'clock or something. And he sends me a text and says, man, I'm going to be just a little late. I just got out of the hospital. And I was like, what the crap? And he showed up, man, he was all busted up and everything. And he told me, he said, yeah, he said, I just, I went to an ATM. He said, I was, um, I was getting my, I was getting money out. He said, I turned around, I got pistol whipped. I just, what happened? What happened? He he started out by not paying attention. What was around him? Bad awareness uh, led to a, a bad day. And um, so he, he got busted up, had to have some stitches and everything else. He was in the hospital overnight. Mm-hmm. And they released him when they said that, you know, no, no real damage was done. It was all superficial, thank God. Um, so anyway, if it's a walk-up ATM, I've, I've done both. If it's a walk-up ATM, I am not going to get up and walk over there to the ATM if someone is either standing around, just play. I don't care if they're standing around playing on their phone. If they are standing near the ATM, I'm going to go to another one Mm -hmm. unless I absolutely, absolutely have to. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then when I step up to an ATM, I am going to be very super aware of who and what is around me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, if it's a drive-up ATM, I refuse to go to a drive-up ATM that, you know, like I think a lot of fast food drive throughs are like this too, where you have one lane that you can go in. And you can't get out. And you can't get out. If the crap hits the fan, or what was that? If the poo-poo hits the oscillator. Yes. If the poo <laughs> So we went through the Alive training. That may have been one of my favorite sayings from the Alive training. Not that the, the information was great, but the Alive, that was that was like my favorite like little one-liner saying, whatever. If the poo-poo hits the oscillator. So if uh, if that happens and you're sitting in a line where you are barricaded off, mm-hmm. especially if you're in a vehicle that you can't jump the curb, right. you're screwed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I pull, I'm, I refuse to go to an ATM like that. Mm-hmm. There's an ATM sim- close, I don't know, or similar, uh, close to where I live. And as you pull through, it is a paved little mm-hmm. pull around, but there's grass on the other side. And I've, I've visited that ATM a few times. If I pull in and there is somebody in front of me, number one, I give them plenty of room right? because I want them to make sure that they don't feel threatened by me being behind them. Right. Uh, but then if they pull off, 
I don't just pull immediately up to there. I make sure that when they pull up that they're in, can't, I can't be boxed in. Mm-hmm. Okay. What you want to do is you want to see the bottom of someone's tires sitting on the pavement. Mm-hmm. If you can see the bottom of their tires sitting on the pavement, and this goes for anywhere, not just ATMs, right. uh, stoplights. Anyway, if you can see the bottom of their tires on the pavement, then you can make a turn mm-hmm. right or left and get out of there. So I make sure that they pull up enough to where if I pull up, I refuse to pull up mm-hmm. until they pull on up. Right. And I've been in situations there and it's a, it's a small area, little community. I live in a, a small community. And I, there's been situations where somebody's pulled up enough for me to get to the ATM, but I would feel kind of boxed in. Right. So I'll just pull up a little bit. I'll get my nose in front of the ATM, but then I stop. Mm-hmm. And the person will just sit there for a minute and then they'll pull on up. Right. You know, they're probably just putting money in their wallet or whatever. Right. And that's cool. I understand. But I refuse to pull all the way right. up until I can, I know that I could cut out and move. And that would give me plenty of room because, you know, that one's grass. There's another one here in town where, our school is uh, that I will go to every once in a while. And it is just kind of sitting in the middle of a parking lot. Right. So if you pull up, same idea, I'm not going to pull into a situation where somebody could box me in by somebody coming in behind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I could just cut out. So number one, if it's, if it's walk up, make sure nobody's standing around. If it's drive up, also make sure nobody's standing around, but also make sure you give other room to, uh, to other vehicles so you can cut out if you need to. You know, there's also those walk-up ones that have, like, a glass booth around them. I, I will not. I hate those things. <laughs> I will not go in those because I'm like, the last thing I need to do is put myself in a box for someone yeah. to come straight up. Um, I, yeah, you're, in a, you're in a box with one entrance and exit. Right. I don't think I've gone in one of those in over 10 years. <laughs> I just am like, I'm, I'm not doing it. I, I have never gone in one of those, actually, I don't believe. Yeah, I've, there was one. Um, that I would go in occasionally and I just finally, I, I had to stop. I couldn't handle it anymore. So before we move on, anything else on ATMs that you can think of? <laughs> Definitely not that I can think of. Not that you can think of. Are you sure? I'm sure. <laughs> Be quick. Don't linger. Yeah. At the ATM. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's another just, one. Just, you know, do what you got to do. Put your money, you know, somewhere secure. You don't have to arrange it while you stand there. Just no. okay. put it in something and go. Now I am, I am the world's worst. I want all of my money in order mm-hmm. and facing the same direction. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And all right side up. Mm-hmm. I admit I'm a little bit crazy. It's fine. Um, people listen to the podcast. They get to know me a little bit. So anyway, I'm a little bit crazy. But when I am standing in line at a store, mm-hmm. if I am getting money out of an ATM, I just don't put that money in my wallet at the moment. Right. I shove it in my pocket, mm-hmm. go back to my vehicle where I can lock my doors, and then I will arrange it. After you glance around to make sure no one's approaching your vehicle, yes. right? Yep. So my cousin goes into uh, a Sheets, actually. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say where it was, but I mean, they're, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. At least here mm-hmm. in our area. He goes into it, which is the local gas station, the chain of gas stations. So he goes into a Sheets and ends up getting money back on a card or something like that. And as he's on his way out, and this was like 2 a.m. or something like that, somebody like hit him over the head mm-hmm. because he's walking out the door, holding the cash, putting it in his wallet. Yeah. And they cracked him over the head with something and took his money and ran. Mm. Well, what cousin was that? Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Can you think of anything else on ATMs? 
Not at the moment. What's next? Is this something that I can talk about? <laughs> yes. How about go? Okay. Next on the list is going for walks or runs. I like to go for walks. You know, even if it's around just our downtown area, I like to go for walks. I like hiking. Mm-hmm. I don't like that word. <laughs> Walking is fine. Hiking is not. Um, running is not really a possibility for mm, me because no. I have. <laughs> but for me, 15. too. Why is it for you? I don't like running. No, that that's that's different. You it's don't like it. It's not him. a possibility for me. I was I played baseball for years. I really really screwed up my knee. If I go for a run more than, I know you and I were, um, you and I were doing that five uh, k, mm-hmm. and to kind of prepare for it was like an obstacle course five k. So to kind of prepare for that, we started running every day, and it took about one week. No, we were running three days a week, and uh, I think it took somewhere between one and two weeks, and I could not walk for. A long time. Yeah. I mean, I would walk, but I mean, I was hobbling around. I couldn't walk normal for a long time. So I had to switch to go from that to doing something that was to kind of getting me ready for this. Uh, that was something a lot easier on my knee. Right. I was riding an exercise bike. I was doing a um, one of those things. Elliptical. Elliptical. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Still working on that right mind reading, but you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like walks, I love walking. I love hiking. All the stuff like that. So how can we keep ourselves safe when we're doing stuff like that? Especially if you walk or run for exercise purposes by yourself. Um, Some people a lot of time listen to like music while they're doing it. True. And one thing that you probably need to do is at least take one earbud out. Yeah. That way you're listening to what's going on around you, knowing what's going on around you and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nothing pisses me off more than hearing a self-defense instructor or someone who claims to be a self-defense instructor, go, you know, I hear that people say you either shouldn't listen to music or only listen to music with one earbud in. And I just don't want to tell people that they can't enjoy their lives. Okay. I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, you're you're a self-proclaimed self-defense instructor. And you are telling people just to ignore a general safety measure and just... Go ahead. How stupid is that? <laughs> Pretty stupid. I mean, yeah. really. So, yeah, first off, um, I am totally for, if I like go for a walk for, you know, a run or whatever, uh, bike, whatever, for the sake of exercise. Yep. I like to listen to music. It is just, it is much easier to exercise when you're listening to music. Mm-hmm. It is. So if you're doing that, definitely. Yeah, go for it. But just, yeah, put one earbud in so you can actually listen to things going on around you. Or there are the some of the nicer ones that you get have the transparency mode. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with that, you know, uh, where you can hear things that are going on around you. That's cool. You want to put two earbuds in, make sure you do it with a transparency mode where you can hear and it's not canceling out the noise that's going on around you. Right. You, need to, you need to know what's going on. Now, mm-hmm. um. I think with that, too, people get completely and totally... Like zoned in to just looking just straight dead on. You know when Kylie's about to come out with an idea because she goes, <gasps> uh-huh. you know, 
<laughs> I got a thought. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're great. That's fun. Where they're just like. I enjoy it. Completely like zoned in to just like looking straight and not looking like side side. Yeah, pay or attention. If you're if you're going for a walk or a run in a city, I'm I'm always looking around to make sure that no one's following me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look around, uh, look for sketchy people. Um, but yeah, if also if you're going to be on roads or on a city and sidewalks or whatever, you need to make sure you're not going to get your butt run over. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, anything else on going for walks or runs? Have something that you can use for a weapon. Yes, thank you. Something. Yeah. No matter what it is. Pepper spray, mm-hmm. um, friggin' like a flashlight. Mm-hmm. And people talk about flashlights a lot. I was like, nah, you know, why a flashlight? I don't understand why a flashlight. I mean, really, why a flashlight? <laughs> for those of you listening, <laughs> you just blinded just us. Just blinded. Us. I just blinded you. You. Kyle's on the complete other side of the table. I couldn't have got both of you. I thought you turned it on her, but, you know, I was blind, so I couldn't see. (laughs) So, uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, self-defense flashlights um, because they are made in such a way where you can... Blind the person. Blind the person. They're really bright. I'm trying to look at you, but there's still spots. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I did that to Kylie like three times last night. I was just excited because I I charged it up again. I have a rechargeable battery of mine, and it it was not dead, Mm -hmm. but like I turned it on a couple days ago. I was like, oh, holy crap. This is like dim. I couldn't see for like a solid 20 seconds. It's definitely not dim now. Yeah. So um, that works if you're going to do that in the early morning Mm -hmm. or the evening. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, don't think it's the greatest thing in the world in the, in the middle of the day yeah. because your eyes are adjusted to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even if you still have it, those things are also generally made uh, out of pretty high grade aluminum. Mm-hmm. So you can use them for striking and they can, I didn't know what she was doing over there. And they, <laughs> <laughs> they can, they can strike and do some serious damage or at yeah. least do enough damage to help you get away. Mm-hmm. I think most of these cases are, you carry yourself in such a way. Uh, uh, anyway, I don't want to wrap up things. We, we got two more things to talk about. <laughs> Anything. So, yeah, have something, um, tactical pen, flashlight, pepper spray, something. Carry that with you while you're going for a walk or a run. I want a tactical flashlight. You want a tactical flashlight? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Maybe you can do a review on a new one or something like that. Can you use it responsibly? Without randomly if, blinding people. Right? Oh, she is my daughter. <laughs> he has done it to me like a gazillion times. I blinded her like four or five times last night. Uh, so we were. Um, like there was we a solid line that I saw. We, like, that wasn't my like, fault. That wasn't your uncle's fault. My brother. Um, of course he had to join in the fun. He did. I, after I, had, I got her one time with it, then he jumped up and he was like, oh, what's wrong, Kylie? And then he blinded her with his. I wouldn't expect any less. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And then my dad was saying something, so I was like, what? He was like, oh, okay, I understand. And uh, then I did it at him. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just been a fun. Yeah, Kylie took my flashlight and did So maybe you can, uh, maybe we can uh, make it a, a business thing and you can do a review on another one. Okay. Yeah. I'm down for that. <laughs> Kylie's like, I don't mind if I get a flashlight out of it. Of course. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else on walking or running from either one of you? Uh, 
one earbud out or put it in transparency mode, pay attention to what's going on around you, look around so you don't get run over, mm-hmm. followed, kidnapped, or beat up, mm-hmm. uh, and then carry something for self-defense with you when you're going, uh, be it a flashlight, a pep- or a thing of pepper spray. Um, make sure it's a good quality pepper spray. Don't get the crappiest thing on Amazon, please. Some of that stuff really does not work that well. It's just like if you're going to get a flashlight, get a good flashlight because if you get a crappy flashlight, then what ends up happening is it really, it didn't matter. I've seen flashlights on, oh, it's 2,500 lumens. Well, that's not the only thing that matters. <laughs> okay. Now, lumens are important, but that's not all of it. We don't perceive all of the brightness if it's, I, I don't, we'll have to do one because I, I've, um, it's been a little while, but we did a, a breakdown thing on looking at a lot of that kind of stuff. And I'll have to go back and look at it again. We might have to do a whole podcast on tactical flashlights. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Um, so lumens is just one part of it. You need to actually look at everything. Get a quality. The main thing good is quality. get a good quality tactical flashlight. Okay. If you're going to use one. Um, using elevators. <laughs> you are in a box with a stranger. First, okay. first of all, when you have the opportunity to get into the elevator, if there's already someone in there that looks a little sketchy, just don't get in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just don't. Make it, You can make up an excuse. You can't. Oh, I forgot something. Yeah. And you run away and don't get in. Well, walk away. Don't make it seem like <laughs> Oh, I forgot something. Ah! <laughs> you can, in a rush, go get what you forgot. <laughs> yeah. So you're on vacation or something like that, which is where that happens most of the time. Maybe you live in an apartment building. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. But basically, the, the elevator opens up, and you look, and you see somebody, and they look sketchy. Yeah, just immediately go, crap, I can't believe I forgot such and such. I have a story for that one, too. You do? I do. Okay. Um, let's get the safety things mm-hmm. out, That's what we fine. think, and then and then I'll hear your story, because I'm fine. interested. Um, now, what if everything seems on the up and up, and then all of a sudden you get into the elevator, how do you make, or maybe you're already on the elevator and somebody sketchy gets on the elevator. Right, well, for one thing, if you're on the elevator and someone sketchy gets on the elevator. You can get off. You can get off yeah. and mm-hmm. catch the next one. Mm-hmm. You can just act like. This is you, where I was going anyway. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's not that big of a deal. Mm-mm. So um, that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. But what if you are stuck on the elevator with somebody you find to be a little bit sketchy? Try to create as much space as you can between you and the person. Yeah. I think look confident. Yeah. You know, uh, give them the perception that you are going to put up a fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe if you're, okay, number one, be close to the controls. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you get into an be elevator. Be on the side with the elevator yeah. buttons. <laughs> be on the side of the elevator while you're in an elevator. Mm-hmm. Buttons. Yeah, I know. Uh, so you get into an elevator, uh, post yourself near the controls, and stay there. Mm-hmm. You take control of the controls. Mm-hmm. Too many people are sitting there going, eh, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, be be there near the controls. And then that way, if you go like, oh, oh, whoops, and hit a button, you know, maybe something, somebody just makes you feel a little weary about it. Maybe they're getting off on the ground floor, you're getting off of the ground floor, and you're just like, uh, don't. I don't know. Just something about this person just makes me feel a little weary. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit the really close. Hit a button that's really close. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when it stops, get off. Yep. Yep. Okay. 
So, I mean, that would be a possibility as well. Um, goes back to maybe have something like pepper spray or something on you anyway, but that's aside from the point. Uh, we're talking about awareness and instincts and all of that kind of stuff. Trust your gut as we've been talking about. All right, let's hear your, your story, unless you've got something else for elevators. No, I can go ahead and go to the story. Okay. Um, my sister was in the hospital after she'd given birth to one of her kids, and I had gone to visit her. And when I was leaving, I was headed to the elevator to go down, and I stepped in the elevator. And as I turned around, I noticed that there were two rather large men that were over by the waiting area. When they walked, they saw me go in. They immediately came over and got in the elevator with me. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, crap. What am I going to do? I can't really do anything. My gun's not in the hospital with me. I couldn't bring it in. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm unarmed, and there are two of them. So as we go to get out of the elevator, they start asking me questions. Like, so what are you here for? You know, where do you live? Just questions they had no I business never asking. I like it when people ask mm-hmm. where you live. So when we got off of the elevator, we were both getting, or all three of us were getting off on the ground floor. Instead of going towards the parking lot, because I had a good ways to walk across that parking lot by myself, mm-hmm. I turned and went towards the gift shop. So they just kind of looked at each other. You could tell they were trying to decide what they were going to do. And mm-hmm. they both went out the front door and one stood on each side of the entrance of the sliding doors at the mm. at the entrance and oh. just stood there. So I was like, well. Lots of sketchy behavior there. Lots of sketchy behavior. Yeah. Um, and, and even at one point, I remember one of them said, do we worry you? I don't remember. See, I don't yeah. like questions like yeah. that. And I don't remember. That's, that's almost like that we were talking about the last podcast mm. where the guy says, I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah. Um, but, and I just laughed and I was like, no. And I, I don't remember where in the converse or the, their attempted conversation with me that came in, but they said it before we got out of the elevator. So anyway, I went on, I went to the gift shop and I just kind of stayed where they couldn't see me, but I could glance back every, every now and then and see if they were still at the entrance. And they were still one on each side of the entrance, just outside the door. There was a security guard um, at the desk, and so I went up to him, and I told him everything that had happened, and I pointed to him. I said, they're still standing there. He's yeah. like, okay. He said, I guess I need to walk through the parking lot for a little while anyway. Let's go. And he he took the initiative, and he walked me out through the parking lot, and the guys were, I mean, it was obvious when we walked between them going out through there that they knew that that's why I had a security guard yeah. with me. You know, did I want to have to ask somebody to help me get to my car? No. I'm perfectly capable of getting to my car on my own, <laughs> and I really didn't want to have to ask for help. But in that instance, I felt like it, it was pretty obvious that they were up to something. Yeah. And it just wasn't worth not being willing to ask for someone to help. Yeah. So so he walked me to my car. Um. But it, it was a very odd situation, and it was one of the few times that I've been uncomfortable in an elevator, mm-hmm. but I was very, very uncomfortable in that one. Yeah. I, I've been um, in situations like, hmm, this is probably not the brightest situation to be right. in, mm-hmm. but, you know, uh, using kind of a lot of the rules of staying near mm-hmm. the buttons, right. um, you know, keeping my head up, paying attention to what other people are doing, right. uh, not looking like an easy target. Right. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every once in a while I hear somebody talk about wearing shirts that make it look like you train. Okay. Right. You're wearing impact defense shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing impact defense shirt. Kylie's wearing an impact martial arts shirt. You know, 
uh, wearing these things that make it look like you uh, make it look like you train or something like that. And I've heard guys go, you really shouldn't do that. Or I've actually heard some people say, you really shouldn't do that because then it just makes people like want to challenge you. For those that heard my story about what happened to me and my kids in the grocery store when Mm -hmm. the four men came up and surrounded us, um, at least two of my children were wearing impact Mm -hmm. hoodies at the time. And I'm willing to say that that probably influenced their decision to leave us alone. Yeah. So I think what happens a lot of times in situations like that, I've heard people say, oh, you shouldn't do that. I've had people go, I was wearing this shirt and I was at Walmart and somebody goes, oh, you think you can kick my butt? So you get like stupid challenges like that every once in a while. Uh, people are, people that are, are doing people. that generally yeah. are just stupid yeah. and are not really out to attack you. Yeah, those are not the people you really have to worry about. Yeah, uh, the people you have to worry about, the people go like, okay, who's going to put up a fight because I want to shove them in my van? Right. I mean, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right, using public transportation. You have a very like. I don't know when the last thoughtful. time I used public transportation was. Really, I don't think Kylie has ever been on public transportation at all. Not Again, at we all. live in a small town, and you know, it wasn't until just a couple of years ago that I even realized there was a bus system in this town. Mm-hmm, <laughs> there is. <laughs> yep. I was on a bus the beginning of 2016. Really? I'm pretty sure that was the last time I've been on public transportation. I'm trying to think. Um, I was in a cab in New York. So, mm-hmm. a couple of times. I've only been in a cab once, and that was in Mexico. I've never been in a cab. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't think I want to. Cabs in Mexico are interesting. Really? <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think a lot of the same rules apply, though. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was in, so I, I've been in two, two cabs in New York. Um, one was completely by myself mm-hmm. and one was with, uh, there was other people, mm-hmm. uh, someone knew, someone did not. So, and that one was more like a, a town car. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we shared a town car to, uh, an airport as, as we had a bunch of people leaving from a big conference that I was at. And, um, that was kind of an interesting situation. Super stupid, expensive, um, <laughs> So that was like, I don't know. Anyway, that's not, like, listen, if you're going to be in a town car or in, in, in New York or a cab in New York, just get ready to pay a lot of money. But that has nothing to do with what this conversation <laughs> is about. But just know it's expensive. My gosh. So I thought I had it all worked out. Anyway, aside from that, um, you know, it's, if you have any, and the first, I say a cab, the first one I was in, was not really technically a cab. It was more like a driver service, like an Uber or something like that. So it was, it felt a little more sketchy to me than like a cab, but I was in there by myself and you know, you have smartphones at this point in time. And most of the time you can kind of see where are we Mm -hmm. and where are we going? Right. And this is the way we should be. And this is the way we should be going (laughs) and kind of, you can kind of keep an eye on stuff like that. Uh, pretty simply. That's aside from the fact of just like your general awareness and everything else. If they pick up some other people, you know, you got to watch and kind of keep track of other things that are going on. And if you are, you know, 
really a lot of the same rules apply. Mm -hmm. Don't look like a target. Right. You know, so when I was in that um, driver service from the airport to my hotel in, um, in New York, the guy was asking me a lot of questions, but you know, it's like, uh, Oh, what are you here for? I'm here for a, uh, a conference. Oh, what kind of conference are you here for? And, you know, I don't want to act like I'm, that was my first time in New York, but right. I didn't want him to know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want him to think that. Oh, I was like, but yeah, you know, I am here for a, a martial arts business conference. Oh, you martial arts. Yeah. So I'm a martial arts and self-defense instructor. You know? <laughs> let's, let's drop as many of these things as possible. So right. you don't think just immediately that, Oh, okay. Easy target. Mm-hmm. You know? So do things that make you not look like an easy target. Uh, be aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. If you are weary in any way about what, because it was before like Uber. I don't, I don't think it was Uber. I don't remember what it was, but it was like really before it was like really, I think now it's it's a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the biggest thing about Uber now is it's a driver safety, not the passenger safety. Right. But like, at this point in time, like I said, that wasn't Uber. It was something else. And it was really not as regulated and looked at. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm sitting there watching where are we, where should we be, all this kind of stuff. But just a lot of the same kind of stuff, you know, as everything else. Be aware. Use your intuition. If you feel like you need to get out sooner, then get out. Mm-hmm. You can always find another car. Mm-hmm. Probably. <laughs> um you know, on buses, subways, stuff like that. Guess what? A lot of the same stuff. If you look at um, videos of attacks on things like that, um, usually it's people who are not paying attention. People are drawing atten- the bad attention to themselves. Um, you know, something like be smart on a lot of the situations. Be aware and move away from trouble people. Mm-hmm. Where should they sit while they're on the bus? I would prefer to sit near the door or in the very back. Yeah. We always went to the very back just so that we could see everything that was yeah. going on. And there's usually an emergency exit and door there's back an there. emergency exit. So I either want to be right near the door mm-hmm. or at the very back where I can see everything. Mm-hmm. But I want a quick escape. Yes. No matter what, I want a really quick escape. Mm-hmm. So. That's what I was thinking of sitting in the back. Yeah. Yeah. I have been on a on a bus like that a few times, and that's just kind of generally my my thing is, and and, and usually I sit like toward the back, mm-hmm. real close. I'm within the last three rows, if at yeah. all possible. So, all right. You know, we didn't discuss planes, but I guess planes would be a part of public transportation. You don't really have a choice where you sit on a plane. A lot of but times you do not. Everything else pretty much applies. Yeah. So, all right. So let's hear from one of our absolute favorite sponsors because they are the ones that hooked us up with all of this awesome new gear. Faith. Freedom. Cars. Martial arts. Coffee. You can find t-shirts for all this stuff and more. Where can they find that, Kylie? At faithandfreedom.clothing. Oh, by the way, if you use the coupon code Impact Defense, you will get 10% off of that. Ooh. We should better use that what was that voice? I don't know. Okay. So to get away from Kylie's voices here, let's go ahead and say faithandfreedom.clothing. 
Okay, so just to kind of wrap everything up and everything that we've hit on today, um, we started out talking about ATMs, making sure there's nobody around when you're going to an ATM, making sure you're paying attention and really making sure that you're getting back to your vehicle or wherever you're going as quickly as possible, not standing around with your money everywhere, flashing it around, just make it as quick as you can. And be as careful as you can to really know what's going on around you. If you're going for a run or something, we're going to make sure we've got a weapon of some sort that we can use. Maybe keep one earbud out at least so that we can hear what's going on around us. Um, And we really want to keep our eyes up and open looking around. What do we cover after that? Elevators. Elevators. Mm -hmm. You can get off the elevator and you don't have to get on the elevator. So know what's going on around you before you get on it. Know what's going on around you as you're getting onto it. Get off if you need to, and remember to stay close to the controls because that way you can stop the elevator if you need to and get off. Um, And for public transportation, you know, pay attention to where you're going. Does it look like you're going where you're supposed to be headed? Um, Just being aware of who's in there with you, making sure that you are aware, they know that you're aware, and that you're going to put up a fight if necessary. Um, Don't be afraid to put up a fight. Don't be afraid of making a scene anywhere because it could save your life. Absolutely. You know, and honestly, a lot of this can be, you know, I mean, all of it boils down to your awareness and your intuition, trusting those things, being aware and trusting your intuition, but also looking like and walking around like you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Walk around with some confidence. Yes. I, I tell people constantly, even if you're not super confident in yourself, walk around like you are and you're, and people are going to mess with you a lot less. Mm-hmm. Learn to fake it. Yep. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, go ahead and go over to Apple podcast, rate us and please write a review. And if you do, don't have Apple podcast, at least um, go on YouTube and leave a comment. Yeah, leave a comment. If you are hearing this and you say, hey, listen, I have left a review elsewhere, uh, send me an email with that yeah. at uh, brian at impactdefense.online. Um, that will help out tremendously, and that way I'll be able to see that, hey, well, there's this whole other space over here where we're getting reviews. I know, like, some other ones have, like, the star reviews, and I've seen we've gotten, like, some, like, five-star reviews or something like that on some other platforms, but I have not seen... Uh, where any of them are doing actually like written reviews, but I could be completely and totally off. I have no earthly idea. So, all right, guys. So thank you very much for listening, and we will see you in the next episode. See you. Bye.